This episode of Internet Today is sponsored by Lumen. Hey, everyone. Just want to let you know that we will, of course, be covering Lowell Ben Shapiro's beautiful analysis of the latest track from Cardi B. But uh, according to YouTube monetization guidelines, we cannot broadcast any naughty or offensive language until a certain amount of time has passed. Yeah. Have no fear, though. There's plenty to cover today. And the biggest story of the day is that Joe Biden, a man who is apparently through some horrible, horrible happenstance, <laughs> yeah. our only hope to defeat Donald Trump, has made his choice for a running mate. And folks, it's Kamala Harris. Are you excited? Can't say all, that I am. We're all excited, right? Listen, Elliot, you got to make a few mistakes before you can learn from them, right? <laughs> and she's made a lot, so she's learned a lot, right? Did I did I at one point threaten to arrest parents uh, if their kids were late to school too many times? Sure. Yes. Well, stop, stop, stop. Listen, we're going to try to very hard to be positive. Did today, I okay? move? Like, uh, okay, come on, Elliot. There's a lot of you. We could go on all day. Okay. Sure. Uh, when it comes down to it, we legitimately just have to get Trump out of office. He's evil. And almost any pick out of the potential vice presidential candidates, they were going to have their own problems. But man, Kamala Harris just doesn't do a whole lot to get us excited. Still, we're committed to getting Trump out of office because it turns out that, guess what? Orange man is bad. Uh, so look, at, at the very least, she can take words and she can turn them into coherent sentences, which is actually a huge advantage over both Biden and Trump. Mm, true. And in addition to that, she's pretty good at debating. I mean, she made quick work of Biden in the primaries and totally made him look like a racist asshole. But Shit. now they're friends. Yeah, they're friends now. <laughs> uh, like, ugh. Anyways, look, she's going to be facing off against Pence. That should be at least entertaining to watch. Well, if his wife lets him face off against her. Yeah, she's going to have a leash on him. Mm -hmm. It's going to be one of those collar leashes. Yeah. Mother, one tug if you want me to get off stage, two tugs if you want me to launch an attack. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, yeah. They, I think they have one debate and it's in October, so we have that to look forward to. Um, and that debate, at the very least, will be slightly more entertaining than watching Biden and Trump drool all over each other, or maybe not debate at all. We yeah. aren't sure if they're even going to debate at all. Yeah, I don't know. It's, to it's a toss-up. Plus, think. here's a good thing. If there was one female candidate for vice president uh, who we don't think gives a shit about people being mean to her online, it's definitely Kamala Harris. And in this day and age, that's a huge bonus. Like, she seems like out of everyone... She's not. She won't care what people say online. You can't she seems cyber bully Kamala Harris. She just looks the other way. It's a yeah. tactic that works. Uh, anyway, so it's Biden Harris. It is what it is. Twenty twenty. That's the slogan. And whatever. You'll eat what's on your plate, and you'll like it. Yeah. And when you get done with it, maybe you can have dessert. Mm -hmm. Get them in office, and then we can talk shit and hold their feet to the flames. For four years. Anyways, in other very important breaking news, and in a move that not even we could have seen coming, looks like Halo Infinite has been delayed and will not be released until sometime in 2021. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty typical for games to be delayed, especially during 2020 because of the coronavirus pandemic. But this is actually pretty surprising because this game is literally the most important launch title for Microsoft's newest console, the Xbox Series X. The sex. Yep. With Halo Infinite uh, shifting its release date, it, it hangs this new console and the holiday 2020 release of that console completely after dry with very few exclusive titles available to draw in uh, would-be buyers. What am I playing with this thing? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Something yeah. that comes with Game Pass, that uh, bug game, or was that PlayStation? I'm not sure. They both kind of melded into each other. Yeah. So yeah. in a statement released on Twitter, 343 Industry Studio head Chris Lee said the following... 
We have made the difficult decision to shift our release to 2021 to ensure the team has adequate time to deliver a Halo game experience that meets our vision. It continues, the decision to shift our release is the result of multiple factors that have contributed to development challenges, including the ongoing COVID-related impacts affecting us all this year. I want to acknowledge the hard work from our team at 343 Industries, who have remained committed to making a great game and finding solutions to development challenges. However, it is not sustainable for the well-being of our team or the overall success of the game to ship it this holiday. We know this will be disappointing to many of you, and we all share in that sentiment. The extra time will let us finish the critical work necessary to deliver the most ambitious Halo game ever at the quality we know our fans expect. Now, we can't be too sure, but it wouldn't surprise us at all to learn that the uh, mixed reactions that the campaign trailer received when it premiered recently had something to do with the team's <laughs> decision to push back this yeah. release. Uh, in our previous coverage regarding this game, we were pretty curious as to whether or not the team over at 343 had enough time to provide the game with the polish that it needed in time to make the release date that coincided with the sex, the Xbox Series mm -hmm. X. And it, it wasn't just us complaining either. As you'll remember, the studio acknowledged that there were issues, saying, we do have work to do to address some of these areas and raise the level of fidelity and overall presentation for the final game. As of right now, there's no clear release date or any information regarding what month or even what quarter the game will be released in. So currently, this game, it's just called Halo Indefinite. Thanks. Thanks. I want to make a big shout out to everyone clapping out there. Thanks for becoming a member of our channel. Hit the subscribe button. Thank you for your money. Yes. Now let's switch gears now and check back in with Sturgis, South Dakota. <laughs> yeah. Boom where the first few days of the 80th annual Sturgis Motorcycle Rally have come and gone. Now, since our last video aired, a few things have happened. Uh, some of the Internet's favorite rock bands have taken the stage, and reporters on the ground have gotten a real sense of how everyone's feeling about coming together for a big celebration in the midst of a global pandemic. Spoiler, no one gives a shit about COVID-19. Mm -hmm. uh, over in, New York in a New York Times piece uh, from Monday of this week, they collected a, a few choice photos from the area alongside some quotes from uh, some attendees who were camping out at the event. Uh, quick side note, you can look for yourself, but uh, all these people look about 10 to 15 years older than they claim they are. Yeah, and claim uh, is the word here because I, I was looking at some of these and I was like, there's just no way this person's like three years older than me yeah. or something like that. And uh, so I, I just got to say, you got to, you know, if you're, if you're going to ride a motorcycle, put on some sunscreen, mm -hmm. maybe stop smoking. Moisturize. Moisturize. And uh, I don't know. There's probably some other Maybe tips order out there. some fine products from Lumen. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about them in a second. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, here's what the bikers who made the pilgrimage to South Dakota for our country's first mass gathering event during the pandemic had to say about being there. Uh, Michael Brown of Nebraska, who rides a 2005 Harley Fat Boy, said, My biggest concern is drivers. They just don't pay attention to bikes. But I don't know one person in a six state radius who has had COVID. I think it's all just political. All right. Monica Hartman of Colorado, who rides an 04 Harley Softail, said, We got married here three years ago, so we come out here every year for our anniversary. We have no concerns. If we are going to get sick, then we'll get sick. That seems to be, uh, there seems to be a consensus here among uh, people who are ignoring this. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I mean, whatever, it's fate. Say la vie. If Jesus wants me to get sick and die from this, then... That was just my plan all along. Que sera, sera. It was my plan all along to walk into a Walmart without a mask. Mm -hmm. That's what Jesus wanted. Scott Caroli of Minnesota, owner of a 2013 Harley Street Glide, said, We are burying our buddy and putting his plaque on Mount Rushmore. I don't have a worry in the world. Which is a strange quote. 
Um, but hmm. he said it. Thomas Seal of Denver, another soft tail owner, said of the COVID risk, I'm not convinced it's real. I think it's nothing more than the flu. If I die from the virus, it was just meant to be. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like the Donnie Darko, except the little liquid uh, clouds are just leading them straight into a, a, yeah. a biker festival with no masks on. Yeah. Yeah. And according to uh, local news outlets, uh, local news outlet, the Argus Leader, despite the lower than usual turnout, which is still poised to reach upwards of 250,000 people, crime and arrests are actually up this year so far, as opposed to previous oh, years. Wow. Quote, the 2020 Sturgis Motorcycle Rally continued this weekend with more DUI and drug arrests and more crashes than this time last year. 118 people have been arrested on drug arrests so far during this year's rally. 39 of them felony drug arrests. There have been 20 injury crashes and 10 non-injury crashes since the rally started on Saturday, which is slightly higher than normal. Citations and warnings continue to rise, but remain on track compared to last year. I'll let you off with a warning. (laughs) (laughs) Wink. Uh, Next time you do it, try to do it in front of me. Yeah, exactly. Have fun. Every time, and I, I, I've been watching the live streams, and, and like without fail, at least every other biker stops and talks to the police officer, and every time I can hear it in my head, hey, you know what I think about those protests? They can all go to hell and die. Mm-hmm. I support the boys in blue. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Anyway, before we get to the rest of the updates for today, we've got a hot tip for anyone who, unlike the people from our last story, don't want to look 10 years older than they actually are. Because this episode is sponsored by Lumen. If you're like us, skincare is usually pretty low on the list of priorities, especially this year, but we're getting old. And we want to trick you into thinking that we are handsome and young for as long as humanly possible. Yeah. Our skin and yours, it has needs. And if you want it to look as good as possible for as long as possible, you need to address those needs right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't know where to start, though. Well, guess what? Lumen is here to help. Lumen is on a mission to help give men the amazing skin that they deserve through high-quality, expert-created products that are delivered right to your door. No need to go to any store. No need to risk anything. Mm -hmm. Pick it up on the doorstep. All their products are formulated specifically for men's skin and made to target skin issues with maximum efficacy using top-notch ingredients like charcoal, green tea extract, and vitamin C. Uh, Again, I haven't been the best with my skin over the years, but they sent us some product. I liked it. I don't know if I look any better. Do I? Uh, I feel better. There you go. When I put it on, my wife looks at me different. She has that twinkle in her eye once more. Uh, Anyways, even if you have no idea where to begin, Lumen makes it so easy to find the right skin management system for you. You choose from different skin concerns to address or just pick up a simple starter pack for free. You deserve to look and feel your best. And here's where you start. You go to lumenskin.com slash todaydaily to get a one-month free trial of everything you need to start your skincare journey at home. That is lumenskin.com slash todaydaily to get your first month free. L-U-M-I-N-S-K-I-N dot com slash todaydaily. Check it out. All right. Now back into the Sturgis updates because turns out uh, a few of the bands that we spoke about on Weekly Weird News have, in fact, already performed. Mm-hmm. Uh, both Smash Mouth and Trapped. The two genders, they, <laughs> they took sta- the stage at the world-famous Buffalo Chip to perform in front of eager fans who were probably just happy to see a live performance at all, let alone one from the band from the Shrek soundtrack. Oh, and- my God, I know this yeah. song. Where do I know this song from? And also Trapped. Yeah, Trapped was there, too. What's, what's the, the, are they the ones that are, headstrong, I'll take you on. Yeah, okay. Headstrong, I'll take on anyone. Yeah. Uh, we're not, did. we're not entirely sure if people were socially distancing or not, uh, knowing the crowd 
probably not. But the crowd did seem kind of thin for the opening weekend's performances, uh, especially for Trapped, who had some pretty embarrassing photos of their set spread across social media and various outlets. Consequence of Sound posted a photo which showed maybe a few dozen people standing around watching them play. And to be fair, the only song anyone's going to recognize is the one that Elliot brought up, yeah. Headstrong, I Take You On. Uh, and we're pretty sure that they hold that one for the encore. Yeah. So you don't need to get to the Trapped performance right out of the gate. They're just going to play a bunch of garbage that they just wrote recently and only sold 600 copies yeah. of. Yeah. It's very rare music. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's limited edition, not really intentionally, but yeah. it's limited. Yeah. The band, or more likely the singer who pretty much runs their social media, was quick to respond to... Pretty much everyone who made fun of them on Twitter... Of course he was. ...that had mocked their low turnout by providing his own photos, which showed what appeared to be a bigger crowd, albeit from a lower angle. You get more heads in the shot that way. And uh, what appears to be actual motorcycles filling out the entire middle area uh, as some sort of makeshift parking lot. So... It's the cool thing about motorcycles. You can just pull right up to the stage. Yeah. No, no need. No, I'll park it myself. I'll park it right here. Yeah. And then you Incredible. rev it during the set so they yeah. know you're there. Everyone revs it together. Yeah. That's like, a, that's like the applause after a song. <laughs> Do you guys like that? Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear you. I'm just picturing a bunch of like patched out biker dudes mm -hmm. singing along to All Star. Uh, yeah. They, you, like I said... <laughs> It's not the concert that they wanted, necessarily, mm -hmm. because as we said before, there were a lot of other bands that were on this lineup that backed out because of safety concerns. Yeah. But it's the bands they got. And these people, they're there making the best of a bad situation. Mm -hmm. They came all the way, COVID or not, and damn it, they're going to enjoy whatever the hell is on stage. Yeah. They don't care what, even if it was some liberal band. Woo, Shrek! You know what? I'm just not going to listen to the lyrics. <laughs> but yeah, when you hear a song you recognize, I'm sure yeah. people were like, hell yeah, I'm 10 years deep. Hell yeah, I love the Shrek movie. Bring out that donkey! <laughs> uh, anyway, Speaking yeah, of Smash Mouth. Things were slightly better compared to Trapped. For Smash Mouth, yeah. you are a, a much bigger and much more recognizable band. Uh, the crowd was more impressive. People seemed to be generally entertained by seeing a band in real life that they... Might have assumed was just made up for an animated feature film. <laughs> They're real. They're what? <laughs> that's the guy from. That's the guy from uh, Diners, Drive-ins. Hey, Dust. Guy Fieri has a band. <laughs> what? Yeah. Bring out the donkey. Yeah. So, <laughs> regarding the risk that people were potentially putting themselves in by attending the concert, the singer of Smash Mouth, Steve Harwell, who is not Guy Fieri, <laughs> different person. Yeah. He did not mince his words. He told the crowd. We're all here together tonight, and we're being human once again. Fuck that COVID shit. Yeah. Fuck that COVID shit indeed, sir. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we'll be keeping an eye on this rally and constantly watching the live stream cameras positioned around town as the rally enters its second and usually more populated, more dangerous, more dangerous <laughs> weekend. Yeah. Uh, last night, so this camera that's on, uh, I shit you not, the corner of Main Street and Harley-Davidson Way, I don't know if I brought that up in the last video, but that's where it's stationed. Uh, it's on a timer that moves and it has mm -hmm. a preset angle and zoom that it does. And I've been watching this thing all weekend. It is the same angles and zoom every time. But somehow, some way, the person behind this webcam took over control last night and uh, we got some new angles. And every woman there that had a low-cut blouse or some Daisy Dukes Aww. on, <laughs> the camera, the most egregious one that I saw was this lady had like a really low-cut top and... Uh, ample breasts, I guess you would mm -hmm. say, uh, was walking down the street and the camera zoomed in directly on her breasts. 
and it followed, and it's like one of those 360 degree rotational cameras. It followed as she walked all the way till it went underneath the camera, and then it followed, it was looking straight down and then went upside down. And I was just like, who is, all right, buddy, <laughs> who is running this right Jesus. now? Uh, anyways, oh, you're, saying, you're saying to yourself, for Christ's sakes, guys, talk about Ben Shapiro. Well, the, the thing is, so it's time It's time for us to talk about Ben Shapiro. And to talk about the P word. Uh, the uh, wet ass P word. Yes. Uh, now, okay. We don't really need to do a lot of talking here because Ben, he did plenty of that himself as he broke down the latest track from Cardi B and Megan B. Stallion <laughs> titled WAP or Wet Ass Pussy. Bussy. <laughs> or Wet Ass Bussy, depending on what you're All into. The, they, they censored the YouTube version, though, and it's called Wet and Gushy. Wet and Gushy, which I think sounds much more just explicit and gross. Well, that's the kids' bop ver version. Wet and Gushy. Ugh. Yeah, it's the kids' bop version. They're yeah. talking about, like, uh, fruit snacks. Got some chores in this house. <laughs> <laughs> chores in this house. Yeah, chores in this house. Uh, Daddy parks his truck right inside our garage. Yep. Comes home at work every night and parks mm -hmm. that truck right there. Anyways, the, <laughs> the way Ben Shapiro sees it, uh, this song represents the entire downfall of America. Music was a classy endeavor until <laughs> this song came along. <laughs> My they musical takes starts and stops at Bruce Springsteen. And even he had some no, wild he, ones. Ben Shapiro's musical taste literally starts and stops with like the it, it stops with the 20th century. Yeah, like he is like only the only thing he considers music is like opera and classical. I like that. Uh, I like that Bach, but a little too liberal for my yeah. taste. Anyways, it's not just Ben Shapiro though. By the way, this goddamn song has had more hot takes thrown at it in the past few days than nearly anything else this year. People and that's, just want to argue about shit. That's saying a lot. It mm -hmm. is 2020, and and people are. Freaking out about this. Yeah. And for whatever reason, people are in really riled up. Uh, and this is regardless of the fact that there has been absolutely no shortage of sexually explicit songs from throughout the history of music <laughs> spanning damn near every genre, not just hip hop or, or rap. Yeah. It's like it happens like once a year. There's one song that's like especially yeah. just sexual. People are like, oh my god! I remember when, I remember where I was when all of us we were on a field trip with Machinima to Six Flags Magic Mountain when Anaconda dropped. And you're all the gathered around a phone, <laughs> just like, oh my god! Yeah, the entire school bus that we rode in yeah. was gathered around like one phone watching Anaconda. Yeah. So everyone's gonna remember where they were when they first yeah. saw. Wet ass pussy, but it's like 9/11. But now it's like when you when you reminisce about wet ass pussy, Ben Shapiro just shoves his way in. Um, actually, actually, my wife is a doctor, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's just let Ben himself take it from here. Mm -hmm. Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass p word. Make that pullout game weak. Yeah, you effin' with some wet-ass P-word. P-word is female genitalia. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet-ass P-word. Give me everything you got for this wet-ass P-word. Beat it up, N-word. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P-word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I want to ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This P-word is wet, come take a dive. It continues uh, along these lines. Uh, and it gets significantly significantly more vulgar like a, a lot more vulgar wow uh, special um i i think you you probably need to go to the er right now yeah that, that's just not normal trust yeah. me i i talked to my my wife my wife who is a doctor yeah uh she she said that 
wet a wet a wet ass p word bad news and i would know i've never seen anything like that he in my also house. wouldn't say shit he said s word s word <laughs> yeah Yes, that, that, it's just a gift that we, we didn't know we needed during these trying times. Thank you, Ben. But it, it, it didn't stop there, because in response to the whole wet-ass pussy phenomenon, little Ben Shapiro doubled down with the help of his wife. He said in a follow-up tweet, As I also discussed on this show, my only real concern is that the women involved, who apparently require a bucket and a mop, get the medical care they require. My doctor wife's differential diagnosis, b- bacterial vaginosis, yeast infection, or uh, trichinomas. Yeah. So basically, he's admitting he's never made his own wife's vagina wetter than the Sahara Desert. It's a beautiful cell phone. Yes. 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 My wife is dry as fuck. We have a dead bedroom. <laughs> I'm Ben Shapiro. Uh, hey there, it's time to check in on some Karen videos. And uh, this time it's a, a video of the increasingly common male Karen. Yep. Who is on the receiving end of some social media mockery this week, thanks to a video going viral. Uh, basically, this grown man and what appear to be his adult sons, they're shopping his in a large adult <laughs> sons. <laughs> they're shopping in a Sprout super- supermarket in Tucson, Arizona. And what happens next? Well, one of his kids finally has had enough uh, of the vocal abuse that his dad is laying down on a couple of these employees. Uh, and these people, they want nothing more than this man to just follow the basic rules of human decency in this day and age. So this son, he does what we assume many kids out there would like to do to their parents in these situations. He just picks him up like a sack of potatoes and nonchalantly and very slowly <laughs> walks him out of the store as the dad continues to yeah, point. Yeah, the dad does not react to his son picking no, him up. it's like nothing happened. Yeah. Uh, he just continues to yell. He calls them pussies and dorks, all while he's the one getting manhandled out of the store. Yeah, there's there's no conversation between the sons and the dad. It's well, just the, like, there's like, some whispering like, dad... Oh, come yeah. on. And the other thing with this video is everyone is convinced that when the son picks up the dad, there's a fart. But it is impossible for this phone. Okay. It, it, it's happening like 15 feet away. Mm-hmm. The sound is right next to the phone. It's yeah. wonderfully so it's the, placed. The camera person. Yeah, wonderfully, wonderfully placed sound, but I don't believe that it is a fart. But you can judge for yourself. Links are in the description below. Mm-hmm. Anyway, kids, train, train hard every day. Someday yeah. you'll pick up your dad, carry every, him out of a supermarket. Every kid in modern America needs to have enough upper body strength to carry their parents out of a situation that might get them canceled. They need to add dad lifting to the Olympics. <laughs> I, I think that's dad lifting. Yeah. It's like deadlifting, but dad uh, lifting. but it's racist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, finally, we're not going to spend too much time on it unless for some reason Trump decides it's a good idea to promote it. Yeah. Which might actually happen, but we were right again. As usual, in uh, literally our last video, we spoke about how Russia could be the first through the door with a coronavirus vaccine and attempt to like come out looking like the heroes and all this. And God damn it, they're claiming they've done just that. Yes. The Russian COVID vaccine, it's called Sputnik V or Sputnik V. And mm-hmm. Russian President Vladimir Putin claimed Tuesday that Russian scientists achieved a breakthrough in the global vaccine race, announcing that the country has become the first to approve an experimental coronavirus vaccine and that his own daughter has already taken a dose. So you know it's good. That's great. He gave it to his own daughter, and she's fine. She's not dead. So take it. Take the Russian vaccine. Have we seen his daughter, though? Or is she just fine? Or did she get it at all? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm just excited for uh, Trump to mix this vaccine in with Ivanka's Goya beans Mm -hmm. and try it out for himself. (laughs) Wow. There's nothing suspicious about these delicious Goya beans Mm. that I've been eating. Mm. Uh, and again, we're absolutely not anti-vax. If you don't know that by now, what are you doing? 
But we're going to need a little bit more information before we suggest anyone putting Russia's miracle cure into their body. Mm -hmm. And it seems like the science and medical community might be on our side with this one. Russia's hard charge toward a potential vaccine has raised alarm among global health experts that the country is jumping dangerously ahead of critical, large-scale testing that is essential to determine if a possible protection against the coronavirus is safe and effective. Few details of the Gamalea research have been made public or have undergone peer review. So... No idea what phase this is in. Uh, it's in phase seven. Who yeah. knows? It's, it's fine for everyone. We've tested millions. We we put it in the air. Everyone mm -hmm. loved it. Yep. Uh, no peer review. Uh, no one uh, from any like uh, trustworthy medical community has, uh, you know, gotten the research. Oh, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, this but, is but it's fine. Yeah, most trustworthy country on the face of the earth. Uh, it, I, I'm convinced that if Biden hadn't picked his VP today that someone would have asked about it during the Trump daily briefing. Yeah. And then he would have been like, yeah, we're talking with Russia about probably buying a couple million vials of it. I wish them well. <laughs> Sounds yeah. pretty promising. I mean, maybe we should look into this, right? Mm -hmm. But no, it was just Trump being like, Kamala Harris is... She's a is, bitch. <laughs> no, I mean, kind of, but he is claiming that... Uh, Very nasty. Kamala Harris is an extreme leftist, which I, I don't know if I... I mean, at least in my lifetime, I haven't seen a more conservative uh, Democratic... She, president, vice president. <laughs> she has a, a long background of being very tough on crime and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, not exactly. Again, shut up, uh, Elliot. We got by leftists, but it turns out Orange Man is bad, and yeah, uh, and well, you know we'll we'll just have to get through this little election, and then and then we can uh, you know hold them responsible going forward. Mm -hmm. Great. Anyways, uh, as far as everything we talked about today, we will be keeping an eye on all of it. In the, meantime, in the meantime, make sure you check out our most recent episode over here. Uh, that's a brand new episode of Weekly Weird News. Uh, there's a, another episode over here of Tech News Day that you can check out. Watch both of those, and we'll be back soon for another episode of Tech News Day coming up real soon. Bye. Bye.